july of the diary of samuel peep sixteen sixty two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by nicole lee the diary of samuel peep sixteen sixty two by samuel peeps july sixteen sixty two july first to the office and there we sat till past noon and then captain cuttons and i by water to deptford where the royal james in which my lord went out the last voyage though he came back in the charles was paying off by sir w batten and sir w pen so to dinner where i had mr shepley to dine with us and from thence i sent to my lord to know whether she should be a first-rate as the men would have her or a second he answered that we should forbear paying the officers and such whose pay differed upon the rate of the ship till he could speak with his royal highness to the pay again after dinner and seeing of cooper the mate of the ship whom i knew in the charles i spoke to him about teaching the mathematics and do please myself in my thoughts of learning of him and bade him come to me in a day or two towards evening i left them and to redriffe by land mr cowley the clerk of the check with me discoursing concerning the abuses of the yard in which he did give me much light so by water home and after half an hour sitting talking with my wife who was afeard i did intend to go with my lord to fetch the queen mother over in which i did clear her doubts i went to bed by daylight in order to my rising early to-morrow second up while the chimes went for and to put down my journal and so to my office to read over such instructions as concern the officers of the yard for i am much upon seeing into the miscarriages there by and by by appointment comes commissioner pett and then a messenger from mr coventry who sits in his boat expecting us and so we down to him at the tower and there to quarter all and to deptford he in our passage taking notice how much difference there is between the old captains for obedience and order and the king's new captains which i am very glad to hear him confess and there we went into the storehouse and viewed first the provisions there and then his books but mr davis himself was not there he having a kinswoman in the house dead for which when by and by i saw him he do trouble himself most ridiculously as if there was never another woman in the world in which so much laziness as also in the clerks of the check and survey which after one another we did examine as that i do not perceive that there is one third of their duties performed but i perceive to my great content mr coventry will have things reformed so mr coventry to london and pett and i to the pay where sir williams both were paying off the royal james still and so to dinner and to the pay again where i did relieve several of my lord sandwich's people but was sorry to see them so peremptory and at every word would complain to my lord as if they shall have such a command over my lord in the evening i went forth and took a walk with mr davis and told him what had passed at his office to-day and did give him my advice and so with the rest by barge home and to bed third up by four o'clock and to my office till eight o'clock writing over two copies of our contract with sir w rider etc for five hundred ton of hemp which because it is a secret i have the trouble of writing over as well as drawing then home to dress myself and so to the office where another fray between sir r ford and myself about his yarn wherein i find the board to yield on my side and was glad thereof though troubled that the office should fall upon me of disobliging sir richard at noon we all by invitation dined at the dolphin with the officers of the ordnance where sir w compton mr o'neil and other great persons were and a very great dinner but i drank as i still do but my allowance of wine after dinner was brought to sir w compton a gun to discharge seven times the best of all devices that ever i saw and very serviceable and not a bauble for it is much approved of and many thereof made thence to my office all the afternoon as long as i could see about setting many businesses in order in the evening came mr lewis to me and very ingeniously did inquire whether i ever did look into the business of the chest at chatham and after my readiness to be informed did appear to him he did produce a paper wherein he stated the government of the chest to me and upon the whole did tell me how it hath ever been abused and to this day is and what a meritorious act it would be to look after it which i am resolved to do if god bless me and do thank him very much for it so home and after a turn or two upon the ledge with my wife 
who has lately had but little of my company, since I begun to follow my business, but is contented therewith, since she sees how I spend my time, and so to bed. Fourth. Up by five o'clock, and after my journal put in order, to my office about my business, which I am resolved to follow, for every day I see what ground I get by it. By and by comes Mr. Cooper, mate of the Royal Charles, of whom I intend to learn mathematics, and do begin with him to-day, he being a very able man, and no great matter, I suppose, will content him. After an hour's being with him at arithmetic, my first attempt being to learn the multiplication table, then we parted till to-morrow, and so to my business at my office again till noon, about which time Sir W. Warren did come to me about business, and did begin to instruct me in the nature of fine timber and deals, telling me the nature of every sort, and from that we fell to discourse of Sir W. Batten's corruption and the people that he employs, and from one discourse to another of the kind. I was much pleased with his company, and so stayed talking with him all alone at my office till four in the afternoon, without eating or drinking all day, and then parted, and I home to eat a bit, and so back again to my office, and toward the evening came Mr. Shepley, who is to go out of town to-morrow, and so he and I with much ado settled his accounts with my lord, which, though they be true and honest, yet so obscure, that it vexes me to see in what manner they are kept. He being gone, and leave taken of him, as of a man likely not to come to London again a great while, I eat a bit of bread and butter, and so to bed. This day I sent my brother Tom, at his request, my father's old base vial, which he and I have kept so long, but I fear Tom will do little good at it. 5th. To my office all the morning, to get things ready against our sitting, and by and by we sat and did business all the morning, and at noon had Sir W. Penn, who I hate with all my heart for his base treacherous tricks, but yet I think it not policy to declare it yet, and his son William, to my house to dinner, where was also Mr. Creed and my cousin Harry Alcock, I having some venison given me a day or two ago, and so I had a shoulder roasted, another baked, and the umbles baked in a pie, and all very well done. We were merry as I could be in that company, and the more because I would not seem otherwise to Sir W. Penn, he being within a day or two to go for Ireland. After dinner he and his son went away, and Mr. Creed would, with all his rhetoric, have persuaded me to have gone to a play, and in good earnest I find my nature desirous to have gone, notwithstanding my promise and my business, to which I have lately kept myself so close, but I did refuse it, and I hope shall ever do so, and above all things it is considerable, that my mind was never in my life in so good a condition of quiet, as it has been since I have followed my business, and seen myself to get greater and greater fitness in my employment, and honour every day more than other. So at my office all the afternoon, and then my mathematics at night with Mr. Cooper, and so to supper and to bed. 6th, Lord's Day. Lay long in bed to-day with my wife, merry and pleasant, and then rose and settled my accounts with my wife for housekeeping, and to see that my kitchen, besides wine, fire, candle, soap, and many other things, comes to about thirty shillings a week, or a little over. To church, where Mr. Mills made a lazy sermon. So home to dinner, where my brother Tom dined with me, and so my wife and I to church again in the afternoon. And that done, I walked to the wardrobe, and spent my time with Mr. Creed and Mr. Moore, talking about business. So up to supper with my lady, who tells me with much trouble, that my lady Castlemaine is still as great with the king, and that the king comes as often to her as ever he did, at which, God forgive me, I am well pleased. It began to rain, and so I borrowed a hat and cloak of Mr. Moore, and walked home, where I found Captain Ferrer with my wife, and after speaking a matter of an hour with him, he went home, and we all to bed. Jack Cole, my old friend, found me out in the wardrobe, and among other things he told me that certainly most of the chief ministers of London would fling up their livings, and that soon or late the issue thereof would be sad to the king and court. 7th. Up and to my office early, and there all the morning alone till dinner, and after dinner to my office again, and about three o'clock with my wife by water to Westminster, where I stayed in the hall while my wife went to see her father and mother, and she returning we by water home again, and by and by comes Mr. Cooper, so he and I to our mathematics, and so supper and to bed. My morning's work at the office was to put the new books of my office into order, and writing on the backsides what books they be, and transcribing out of some old books some things into them. 8th. At the office all the morning, and dined at home, and after dinner, in all haste to make up my accounts with my lord, which I did with some trouble, 
because i had some hopes to have made a profit to myself in this account and above what was due to me which god forgive me in but i could not but carried them to my lord with whom they passed well so to the wardrobe where alone with my lord above an hour and he do seem still to have his old confidence in me and tells me to boot that mr coventry has spoke of me to him to great advantage wherein i am much pleased by and by comes in mr coventry to visit my lord and so my lord and he and i walked together in the great chamber a good while and i found him a most ingenuous man and good company he being gone i also went home by water mr moore with me for discourse sake and then parted from me cooper being there ready to attend me so he and i to work till it was dark and then eat a bit and by daylight to bed ninth up by four o'clock and at my multiplication table hard which is all the trouble i meet withal in my arithmetic so made me ready and to the office where all the morning busy and sir w pen came to my office to take his leave of me and desiring a turn in the garden did commit the care of his building to me and offered all his services to me in all matters of mine i did god forgive me promise him all my service and love though the rogue knows he deserves none from me nor do i intend to show him any but as he dissembles with me so must i with him dined at home and so to the office again my wife with me and while i was for an hour making a hole behind my seat in my closet to look into the office she was talking to me about her going to brampton which i would willingly have her to do but for the cost of it and to stay here will be very inconvenient because of the dirt that i must have when my house is pulled down then to my business till night then mr cooper and i to our business and then came mr mills the minister to see me which he hath but rarely done to me though every day almost to others of us but he is a cunning fellow and knows where the good victuals is and the good drink at sir w batten's however i used him civilly though i love him as i do the rest of his coat so to supper and to bed tenth up by four o'clock and before i went to the office i practised my arithmetic and then when my wife was up did call her and sarah and did make up a difference between them for she is so good a servant as i am loath to part with her so to the office all the morning where very much business but it vexes me to see so much disorder at our table that every man minding a several business we dispatch nothing dined at home with my wife then to the office again and being called by sir w batten walked to the victuallers office there to view all the several offices and houses to see that they were employed in order to give the council an account thereof so after having taken an oath or two of mr lewis and captain brown and others i returned to the office and there sat dispatching several businesses alone till night and so home and by daylight to bed eleventh up by four o'clock and hard at my multiplication table which i am now almost master of and so made me ready and to my office where by and by comes mr pett and then a messenger from mr coventry who stays in his boat at the tower for us so we to him and down to deptford first and there viewed some deals lately served in at a low price which our officers like knaves would untruly value in their worth but we found them good then to woolwich and viewed well all the houses and stores there which lie in very great confusion for want of storehouses and then to mr ackworth's and sheldon's to view their books which we found not to answer the king's service and security at all as to the stores then to the rope-yard and there viewed the hemp wherein we found great corruption and then saw trial between sir r ford's yarn and our own and found great odds so by water back again about five in the afternoon to whitehall and so to st james's and at mr coventry's chamber which is very neat and fine we had a pretty neat dinner and after dinner fell to discourse of business and regulation and do think of many things that will put matters into better order and upon the whole my heart rejoices to see mr coventry so ingenious and able and studious to do good and with much frankness and respect to mr pett and myself particularly about nine o'clock we broke up after much discourse and many things agreed on in order to our business of regulation and so by water landing mr pett at the temple i went home and to bed twelfth up by five o'clock and put things in my house in order to be laid up against my workmen come on monday to take down the top of my house which trouble i must go through now but it troubles me much to think of it so to my office where till noon we sat and then i to dinner and to the office all the afternoon with much business at night with cooper at arithmetic and then came mr creed about my lord's accounts to even them and he gone i to supper and to bed thirteenth lord's day 
I had my old pain all yesterday and this morning, and so kept my bed all this morning. So up, and after dinner, and some of my people to church, I set about taking down my books and papers, and making my chamber fit against to-morrow to have the people come to work, in pulling down the top of my house. In the evening I walked to the garden, and sent for Mr. Turner, who yesterday did give me occasion of speaking to him about the difference between him and me, and I told him my whole mind, and how it was in my power to do him a discourtesy about his place of petty purveyance, and at last did make him see, I think, that it was his concernment to be friendly to me, and what belongs to me. After speaking my mind to him and he to me, we walked down and took boat at the tower and to Deptford, on purpose to sign and seal a couple of warrants, as justice of peace in Kent against one Annis, who is to be tried next Tuesday at Maidstone Assizes, for stealing some lead out of Woolwich Yard. Going and coming, I did discourse with Mr. Turner about the faults of our management of the business of our office, of which he is sensible, but I believe is a very knave. Come home, I found a rabbit at the fire, and so supped well, and so to my journal, and to bed. Fourteenth. Up by four o'clock, and to my arithmetic, and so to my office till eight. Then to Thames Street, along with old Mr. Green, among the tarmen, and did instruct myself in the nature and prices of tar, but could not get Stockholm for the use of the office under ten pounds fifteen shillings per last, which is a great price. So home, and at noon Dr. T. Pepys came to me, and he and I to the exchequer, and so back to dinner, where by chance comes Mr. Pierce, the surgeon, and then Mr. Battersby, the minister, and then Mr. Dunn, and it happened that I had a haunch of venison boiled, and so they were very welcome and merry. But my simple doctor do talk so like a fool that I am weary of him. They being gone to my office again, and there all the afternoon, and at night home, and took a few turns with my wife in the garden, and so to bed. My house being this day almost quite untiled, in order to its rising higher, this night I began to put on my waistcoat also. I found the pageant in Cornhill taken down, which was pretty strange. 15th. Up by four o'clock, and after doing some business as to settling my papers at home, I went to my office, and there busy till sitting time. So at the office all the morning, where J. Southern, Mr. Coventry's clerk, did offer me a warrant for an officer to sign, which I desired, claiming it for my clerk's duty, which, however, did trouble me a little to be put upon it. But I did it. We broke up late, and I to dinner at home, where my brother Tom and Mr. Cook came and dined with me. But I could not be merry for my business. But to my office again after dinner and they two and my wife abroad. In the evening comes Mr. Cooper, and I took him by water on purpose to tell me things belonging to ships, which was time well spent, and so home again, and my wife came home and tells me she has been very merry, and well pleased with her walk with them. About bedtime it fell a-raining, and the house being all open at top it vexed me, but there was no help for it. 16. In the morning I found all my ceilings spoiled with rain last night, so that I fear they must be all new-whited when the work is done made me ready and to my office, and by and by came Mr. Moore to me, and so I went home and consulted about drawing up a fair state of all my lord's accounts, which being settled, he went away, and I fell to writing of it very neatly, and it was very handsome and concisely done. At noon to my lord's with it, but found him at dinner, and some great company with him, Mr. Edward Montague and his brother, and Mr. Coventry, and after dinner he went out with them, and so I lost my labour, but dined with Mr. Moore and the people below, who after dinner fell to talk of Portugal rings, and Captain Ferris offered five or six to sell, and I seeming to like a ring made of a coconut with a stone done in it, he did offer and would give it me. By and by we went to Mr. Creed's lodging, and there got a dish or two of sweetmeats, and I seeing a very neat leaden standish to carry papers, pen, and ink in, when one travels, I also got that of him, and that done I went home by water, and to finish some of my lord's business, and so early to bed. This day I was told that my Lady Castlemaine, being quite fallen out with her husband, did yesterday go away from him with all her plate, jewels, and other best things, and is gone to Richmond to a brother of hers, which I am apt to think was a design to get out of town, that the king might come at her the better. But strange it is how for her beauty I am willing to construe all this to the best, and to pity her wherein it is to her hurt, though I know well enough she is a whore. 17th. To my office, and by and by to our sitting, where much business. Mr. Coventry took his leave, being to go with the Duke over for the Queen Mother. 
I dine at home, and so to my Lord's, where I presented him with the true state of all his accounts to last Monday, being the 14th of July, which did please him, and to my great joy I continue in his great esteem and opinion. I this day took a general acquittance from my Lord to the same day, so that now I have but very few persons to deal with all for money in the world. Home, and found much business to be upon my hands, and was late at the office writing letters by candlelight, which is rare at this time of the year, but I do it with much content and joy, and then I do please me to see that I begin to have people direct themselves to me in all businesses. Very late I was forced to send for Mr. Turner, Smith, Young, about things to be sent down early to-morrow on board the King's pleasure-boat, and so to bed with my head full of business, but well contented in mind, as ever in my life. 18th. Up very early. And got atop of my house, seeing the design of my work, and like it very well, and it comes into my head to have my dining-room wainscoted, which will be very pretty. By and by, by water to Deptford, to put several things in order, being myself now only left in town, and so back again to the office, and there doing business all the morning, and the afternoon also till night, and then comes Cooper for my mathematics. But in good earnest, my head is so full of business, that I cannot understand it, as otherwise I should do. At night to bed, being much troubled at the rain coming into my house, the top being open. 19th. Up early, and to some business. And my wife coming to me, I stayed long with her, discoursing about her going into the country, and as she is not very forward, so am I at a great loss whether to have her go or no, because of the charge, and yet in some considerations I would be glad she was there, because of the dirtiness of my house, and the trouble of having of a family there. So to my office, and there all the morning, and then to dinner, and my brother Tom dined with me, only to see me. In the afternoon I went upon the river to look after some time, sending down and some coals, and so home again. It raining hard upon the water, I put ashore and sheltered myself, while the king came by in his barge, going down towards the downs to meet the queen, the duke being gone yesterday. But methought it lessened my esteem of a king that he should not be able to command the rain. Home, and Cooper coming, after I had dispatched several letters, to my mathematics, and so at night to bed to a chamber at Sir W. Penn's, my own house being so foul, that I cannot lie there any longer, and there the chamber lies, so as that I come into it over my leads, without going about, but yet I am not fully content with it for there will be much trouble to have servants running over the leads to and fro. 20th, Lord's Day. My wife and I lay talking long in bed, and at last she is come to be willing to stay two months in the country, for it is her unwillingness to stay till the house is quite done that makes me at a loss how to have her go or stay. But that which troubles me most is that it has rained all this morning so furiously that I fear my house is all over water, and with that expectation I rose and went into my house, and find that it is as wet as the open street, and that there is not one dry footing above nor below in my house. So I fitted myself for dirt, and removed all my books to the office, and all day putting up and restoring things, it raining all day long, as hard within doors as without. At last to dinner we had a calf's head and bacon at my chamber at Sir W. Penn's, and there I and my wife concluded to have her go, and her two maids and the boy, and so there shall be none but Will and I left at home, and so the house will be freer, for it is impossible to have anybody come into my house while it is in this condition, and with this resolution all the afternoon we are putting up things in the further cellar against next week for them to be gone, and my wife and I into the office, and there measured a soiled flag that I had found there, and hoped to get it to myself, for it has not been demanded since I came to the office." but my wife is not hasty to have it but rather to stay a while longer and see the event whether it will be missed or no at night to my office and there put down this day's passages in my journal and read my oaths as i am obliged every lord's day and so to sir w penn's to my chamber again being all in dirt and foul and in fear of having catch cold to-day with dabbling in the water but what has vexed me to-day was that by carrying the key to sir w penn's last night it could not in the midst of all my hurry to carry away my books and things be found and at last they found it in the fire that we made last night so to bed twenty-first up early and though i found myself out of order and cold and the weather cold and likely to rain yet upon my promise and desire to do what i intended i did take boat and down to greenwich to captain cox who hath the most pleasant seat and neat 
here i drank wine and eat some fruit off the trees and he showed a great rarity which was two or three of a great number of silver dishes and plates which he bought of an ambassador that did lack money in the edge or rim of which was placed silver and gold medals very ancient and i believe wrought by which if they be they are the greatest rarity that ever i saw in my life and i will show mr crumlum them thence to woolwich to the rope-yard and there looked over several sorts of hemp and did fall upon my great survey of seeing the working and experiments of the strength and the charge in the dressing of every sort and i do think have brought it to so great a certainty as i have done the king great service in it and do purpose to get it ready against the duke's coming to town to present to him i breakfasted at mr falconer's well and much pleased with my inquiries thence to the dock where we walked in mr sheldon's garden eating more fruit and drinking and eating figs which were very good and talking while the royal james was bringing towards the dock and then we went out and saw the manner and trouble of docking such a ship which yet they could not do but only brought her head into the dock and so shored her up till next tide but good god what a deal of company was there from both yards to help to do it when half the company would have done it as well but i see it is impossible for the king to have things done as cheap as other men thence by water and by and by landing at the river-side somewhere among the reeds we walked to greenwich where to cox house again and walked in the garden and then into his lady who i find is still pretty but was now vexed and did speak very discontented and angry to the captain for disappointing a gentleman that he had invited to dinner which he took like a wise man and said little but she was very angry which put me clear out of countenance that i was sorry i went in so after i had eat still some more fruit i took leave of her in the garden plucking apricots for preserving and went away and so by water home and there mr moore coming and telling me that my lady goes into the country to-morrow i carried my wife by coach to take a leave of her father i staying in westminster hall she going away also this week and thence to my lady's where we stayed and supped with her but found that my lady was truly angry and discontented with us for our neglecting to see her as we used to do but after a little while she was pleased as she was used to be at which we were glad so after supper home to bed twenty second among my workmen early then to the office and there i had letters from the downs from mr coventry who tells me of the foul weather they had last sunday that drove them back from near boulogne whither they were going for the queen back again to the downs with the loss of their cables sails and masts but are all safe only my lord sandwich who went before with the yachts they know not what is become of him which do trouble me much but i hope he got ashore before the storm begun which god grant all day at the office only at home at dinner where i was highly angry with my wife for her keys being out of the way but they were found at last and so friends again all the afternoon answering letters and writing letters and at night to mr coventry an ample letter in answer to all his and the duke's business late at night at the office where my business is great being now all alone in town but i shall go through it with pleasure so home and to bed twenty third this morning angry a little in the morning and my house being so much out of order makes me a little pettish i went to the office and there dispatched business by myself and so again in the afternoon being a little vexed at my brother tom by his neglect do fail to get a coach for my wife and maid this week by which she will not be at brampton feast to meet my lady at my father's at night home and late packing up things in order to their going to brampton to-morrow and so to bed quite out of sorts in my mind by reason that the weather is so bad and my house all full of wet and the trouble of going from one house to another to sir w penn's upon every occasion besides much disturbed by reason of the talk up and down the town that my lord sandwich is lost but i trust in god the contrary twenty fourth up early this morning sending the things to the carriers and my boy who goes to-day though his mistress do not till next monday all the morning at the office sir w batten being come to town last night i hear to my great content that my lord sandwich is safe landed in france dined at our chamber where w bowyer with us and after much simple talk with him i left him and to my office where all the afternoon busy till nine at night among other things improving my late experiment at woolwich about hemp so home and to bed twenty fifth at the office all the morning reading mr holland's discourse of the navy lent me by mr turner and am much pleased with them they hitting the very diseases of the navy which we are troubled with nowadays i shall bestow writing of them over and much reading thereof 
This morning Sir W. Batten came into the office and desired to speak with me. He began by telling me that he observed a strangeness between him and me of late, and would know the reason of it, telling me he heard that I was offended with merchants coming to his house and making contracts there. I did tell him that as a friend I had spoke of it to Sir W. Penn, and desired him to take a time to tell him of it, and not as a backbiter, with which he was satisfied. But I find that Sir W. Penn has played the knave with me, and not told it from me as a friend, but in a bad sense. He also told me that he heard that exceptions were taken at his carrying his wife down to Portsmouth, saying that the king should not pay for it. But I denied that I had spoke of it, nor did I. At last he desired the difference between our wives might not make a difference between us, which I was exceeding glad to hear, and do see every day the fruit of looking after my business, which I pray God continue me in, for I do begin to be very happy. Dine at home, and so to the office all the afternoon again, and at night home, and to bed. 26. Sir W. Batten, Mr. Pett, and I at the office, sitting all the morning, so dined at home, and then to my office again, causing the model hanging in my chamber to be taken down and hung up in my office, for fear of being spoilt by the workmen, and for my own convenience of studying it. This afternoon I had a letter from Mr. Creed, who hath escaped narrowly in the King's yacht, and got safe to the Downs after the late storm, and that there the King do tell him that he is sure that my Lord is landed at Calais safe, of which, being glad, I sent news thereof to my Lord Crew, and by the post to my lady into the country." This afternoon I went to Westminster, and there hear that the King and Queen intend to come to Whitehall from Hampton Court next week, for all winter, thence to Mrs. Sarah, and there looked over my Lord's lodgings, which are very pretty, and Whitehall Garden and the Bowling Alley, where Lords and Ladies are now at Bowles, in brave condition. Mrs. Sarah told me how the falling out between my Lady Castlemaine and her Lord was about christening of the child lately, which she would have, and had done by a priest, and some days after she had it again christened by a minister, the King and Lord of Oxford and Duchess of Suffolk being witnesses, and christened with a proviso that it had not already been christened, since that she left her Lord, carrying away everything in the house, so much as every dish and cloth and servant but the porter. He is gone discontented into France, they say, to enter a monastery, and now she is coming back again to her house in King Street but I hear that the Queen did prick her out of the list presented her by the King, desiring that she might have that favour done her, or that he would send her from whence she come, and that the King was angry, and the Queen discontented a whole day and night upon it, but that the King hath promised to have nothing to do with her hereafter. But I cannot believe that the King can fling her off so, he loving her too well, and so I writ this night to my lady to be my opinion, she calling her my lady, and the lady I admire. Here I find that my lord hath lost the garden to his lodgings, and that it is turning into a tennis-court, hence by water to the wardrobe to see how all do there, and so home to supper and to bed. 27th, Lord's Day. At church alone in the pew in the morning. In the afternoon by water I carried my wife to Westminster, where she went to take leave of her father, and I to walk in the park, which is now every day more and more pleasant, by the new works upon it. Here meeting with Lord Crisp, I took him to the further end, and sat under a tree in a corner, and there sung some songs, he singing well, but no skill, and so would sing false sometimes. Then took leave of him, and found my wife at my lord's lodging, and so took her home by water, and to supper in Sir W. Penn's balcony, and Mrs. Keene with us, and then came my wife's brother, and then broke up, and to bed. 28th. Up early, and by six o'clock, after my wife was ready, I walked with her to the George at Holborn Conduit, where the coach stood ready to carry her and her maid to Bugden. But that not being ready, my brother Tom stayed with them to see them gone, and so I took her trouble, though willing good-bye, because of the bad condition of my house to have a family in it. So I took leave of her, and walked to the waterside, and there took boat for the tower, hearing that the Queen Mother is come this morning already as high as Woolwich, and that my Lord Sandwich was with her, at which my heart was glad, and I sent the waterman, though yet not very certain of it, to my wife to carry news thereof to my lady, so to my office all the morning, abstracting the Duke's instructions in the margin thereof. So home all alone to dinner, and then to the office again, and in the evening Cooper comes, and he being gone, to my chamber a little troubled and melancholy, to my lute late, and so to bed, will lying there at my feet, and the wench in my house in Will's bed. 29th. 
early up and brought all my money which is near three hundred pounds out of my house into this chamber and so to the office and there we sat all the morning sir george carteret and mr coventry being come from sea this morning among other things i broached a business of our being abused about flags which i know doth trouble sir w batten but i care not at noon being invited i went with sir george and mr coventry to sir w batten's to dinner and there merry and very friendly to sir william and he to me and complies much with me but i know he envies me and i do not value him to the office again and in the evening walked to deptford cooper with me talking of mathematics to send a fellow to prison for cutting of boy ropes and to see the difference between the flags sent in nowadays and i find the old ones which were much cheaper to be wholly as good so i took one of a sort with me and mr waith accompanying of me a good way talking of the faults of the navy i walked to redriff back and so home by water and after having done late at the office i went to my chamber and to bed thirtieth up early and to my office where cooper came to me and begun his lecture upon the body of a ship which my having of a model in the office is of great use to me and very pleasant and useful it is then by water to whitehall and there waited upon my lord sandwich enjoyed him at his lodgings of his safe coming home after all his danger which he confesses to be very great and his people did tell me how bravely my lord did carry himself while my lord cross did cry and i perceive it is all the town talk how poorly he carried himself but the best was of one mr rawlins a courtier that was with my lord and in the greatest danger cried god damn me my lord i won't give you threepence for your place now but all ends in the on of the pleasure boats which had they not been very good boats they could never have endured the sea as they did thence with captain fletcher of the gauge in his ship's boat with eight oars but every ordinary oars are rowed us to woolwich expecting to find sir w batten there upon his survey but he is not come and so we got a dish of steaks at the white hart while his clerks and others were feasting of it in the best room of the house and after dinner playing at shuffleboard and when at last they heard i was there they went about their survey but god help the king what survey shall be taken after this manner i after dinner by my business to the rope-yard and there stayed till night repeating several trials of the strength weight waste and other things of hemp by which i furnished myself enough to finish my intended business of stating the goodness of all sorts of hemp at night home by boat with sir w warren who i landed by the way and so being come home to bed thirty-first up early and among my workmen i ordering my rooms above which will please me very well so to my office and there we sat all the morning where i begin more and more to grow considerable there at noon mr coventry and i by his coach to the exchange together and in lombard street met captain brown of the rosebush at which he was cruel angry and did threaten to go to-day to the duke at hampton court and get him turned out because he was not sailed but at the exchange we resolved of eating a bit together which we did at the ship behind the exchange and so took boat to billingsgate and went down on board the rosebush at woolwich and found all things out of order but after frightening the officers there we left them to make more haste and so on shore to the yard and did the same to the officers of the yard that the ship was not dispatched here we found sir w batten going about his survey but so poorly and unlike a survey of the navy that i am ashamed of it and so is mr coventry we found fault with many things and among others the measure of some timber now serving in which mr day the assistant told us of and so by water home again all the way talking of the office business and other very pleasant discourse and much proud i am of getting thus far into his books which i think i am very much in so home late and it being the last day of the month i did make up my accounts before i went to bed and found myself worth about six hundred and fifty pounds for which the lord god be praised and so to bed i drank but two glasses of wine this day and yet it makes my head ache all night and indispose me all the next day of which i am glad i am now in town only with my man will and jane and because my house is in building i do lie at sir w penn's house he being gone to ireland my wife her maiden boy gone to brampton i am very well entered into the business and esteem of the office and do ply it close and find benefit by it end of july